the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Good morning, good evening, depending when you listen to this podcast. This is Witch Dragon for One Drunk Hole Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. This is going to be a bonus episode. I probably should have done this yesterday, but, well, it just came to me. I just got inspired to do it, so we're going to do it now. So, hello. I'm going to try and keep this short, but I also am not going to pretend that I'm 100% sure I will. So, we'll just get right to it. All right. First, we're going to do a quick review on the cereals that I've been eating real quick. It's Honey Bunches of Oats. I'm sure most of you have had it. So I'm going to give you my opinion of I had both the almond and the strawberry. And I got to say, I do like the almond a touch more, even though I love strawberries. But I love the almond a little bit more. It just had a little bit more crunch, a little bit more texture, a little bit more flavor, a little bit more taste. So the strawberry has a little bit more color and a little bit more fragrance. I still have to say I like the almond a little bit more. So, my review simply is I love the almond more, but I like strawberry. So, either way, it's all good in the Honey Bunches of, uh, honey bunches of Oats by Post. Okay, so that's step one. Step two is going to be briefly, I'm sure most of, you ha- ha- most of you have been hearing, excuse me, about Ezra Miller and all his trauma and drama and all with the grooming and everything or alleged grooming. And I do say alleged because who knows. Uh, It's just a whole hot mess. And people purposely getting all huffy about his pronouns. And then people who just want to report it say, we don't care about the pronouns. Uh, It is just a whole lot of mess. I don't know what to think. So I'm just going to say simply, innocent until proven guilty. And I hope this can be sorted out one way or the other. Most reports saying he's out as the Flash after this. Some say the movie won't come out or will come out. I mean, I don't know what to think about any of it anymore. All I, all I know, it's a hot-ass mess. That's all I know today. And that's all I keep finding. That's the only thing that's consistent. So, uh, I wish I knew. I really do. I mean, I really wish I knew what to say. I mean, I really do. I really do. Because... What can I say that everyone else hasn't said? Nothing. So... All I'm going to say is I wish everyone well and let the truth come out. Moving right along. Okay. So briefly, I am still doing better than the last time we talked, which wasn't that long ago. And I'm still dealing with what's this tush, at least in my mind anyway. I wish things were different, but they're not. Of course, my other friend gave his opinion, and that's fine. It's my fault for telling him, so you know there's that. But at this point, it is what it is. And... I guess all I can do is push forward and so on. 
Although luckily the children are fine, and Brown Bear and Nico and Koji are good, and where Fox is, well, I haven't heard from him in a few days, so that's not new. But I do hope to hear from him soon, and we'll talk again, and well, I guess life carries on. So, and I'll leave it at that. But things in general, outside of the married and poly dating life and so on, is doing pretty good. Is doing... Outside of that, everything's doing pretty good. Not perfect, but it is what it is. So, whew. Well, that's life for you, right? <laughs> but anywho... Today's show is going to be on the winter solstice. I'm going to be reading some stuff from Google to give you a basic rundown of what it is. Talk a little bit about my personal experience, and then we'll just go from there. Like I said, so let's get started. Okay. And again, the basic non-magical information I'm getting is from Google. You could look it up yourself. You know, why am I saying you know twice? But anyway, let's get cracking. All right. What is the, what, hold on. Well, there we go again. The winter solstice was Tuesday. June 21st, 2022. What is the what is the solstice for summer? Summer solstice, two moments during the year when the path of the sun in the sky is farthest north in the northest northern hemisphere, excuse me, between June or the 21st. Or June 20th or 21st, is that how it's written. My apologies. Or farther south in the southern hemisphere, December 21st, or 22nd. Hence why when some people celebrate the summer solstice now versus in Australia, they'll celebrate the winter solstice and vice versa. In some magical and Wiccan communities. So. And another version of this is basically the summer solstice also known as Estival Solstice or Midsummer occurs when one of the Earth's poles, which we kind of discussed five seconds ago, has its maximum tilt toward the sun. It happens twice yearly, once in each hemisphere. Again, hence where Australia does it differently, and we do it here. We're going to take one second break. Okay, now, continuing on, we're also going to read next part. What is the summer solstice and why does it happen? Well, I think we read about the, oh, excuse me, the, the northern hemisphere, the June solstice, you know, June's also called the June solstice, aka summer solstice, you know, I think we read some of that already. Basically, it occurs, again, same thing as what it said before, so we're going to skip that. Again, what I'm reading is from Google. It's, it's nothing per 
nothing that no one else can't find. Now, here's a better question. Is summer solstice the same day every year? Depending on the shift of the calendar, the summer solstice occurs sometime between June 20th and 22nd. I think as we kind of know before. In the, Norm in the Northern Hemisphere, again we read that, between the 20th and 23rd in December. In reverse, in the Southern Hemisphere. Again, nothing we haven't went over five seconds ago. The dates in the opposite hemisphere are referred to as the winter solstice, which we'll probably will go into later on this year. Hopefully I can remember. And I think we covered why June, the summer solstice is not always on June 21st. June 21st. Oh, I'm sorry, I had a list there, y'all. So it just depends on the type of when the sun hits basically the earth and the tilts and so on, which is why it's not always the 21st. So, sometimes it usually is the 21st, but sometimes it's not. It's basically what I'm understanding is how I'm explaining it to y'all. Okay. Now also, it's also, it, and now also the next question is, June, the 21st, is June the longest night? The rays of the sun fall directly on the Tropic of Cancer. As a result, these areas receive the most heat. The longest day and the shortest night in, nor in Northern Hemisphere occur on the 21st of June, so I guess that's a yes. And, of course, the next question is, is June, the 21st, June, the shortest day? The winter solstice is the day of the year that has the least daylight hours of any in the year, and usually occurs on the 22nd of June, on June 22nd, I think, I think we're it wrong, on June 22nd, but can occur between the 21st and 23rd of June. So, I guess you have to know, depending, actually more of the winter is in June. Okay. Now, here is actually a good one. What is the difference between summer solstice and midsummer day? That's actually a good question. And before I continue, my apologies if I stumble a little bit. And I don't want to keep repeating the same thing, so I apologize in advance. So, because I'm, I'm always learning about the holiday myself. So, please forgive me if I'm messing up on anything. Want to figure out, give you that quick disclaimer. The solstice, so moving on, the solstice is the beginning of the of the astronomical summer. Hold on, I'm sorry. The solstice is the beginning of the astronomical, if I'm pronouncing that right, summer that has been celebrated since ancient times as the longest day of the year. I think we covered that most of the time, but good to know. Whereas Midsummer now refers to numerous celebrations that, that are held over the solstice period between June 19th and June 24th, with both pagan and Christian origins. So I think we, I think we covered that. So, what happens, because I think we've been covering, you know, the longest day, blah, blah, blah. What happens at the solstice? I think that's a better question. I'm going to take a second break just to make sure 
Looking at that over, okay. What happens at the solstice? Now this is a good question, I think, if it must say the same damn thing. The, sol the summer solstice occurred at the moment the Earth's tilt, which we covered, when the sun is the maximum, therefore is at the sun at the maximum, which we covered. On the day of the summer solstice, the sun appears at the highest evolution, elevation, with a noontime position that changes very little for several days. That, they didn't go over so much at that point, so that's good to know. Before and after the summer solstice. So. Kind of the same thing, but with a little bit more information. Okay. So now that we got the basics of that, because I think, you know, we just keep going over the same thing. That's just kind of ridiculous. All right. So, moving forward. Why do, and I'm not reading this. So, now the bigger question is, now that we got the non-magical quote-unquote, which I think is but the scientific, quote-unquote, and I say quote-unquote because, you know, magic is science, too. But, you know, non-debatable science. Let's say that. There we go. Now that we've got the non-debatable shit out the way, let's go on to the more fun stuff. Or at least different fun stuff. All right. So, why do a good amount of pagans and or witches or other magical people as a whole celebrate the summer solstice? Well, from what I've understood over the last decade and change, or two decades and change, is because we celebrate it to welcome in the summertime. Even going along with spring, if you if you remember what I said about Persephone not that long ago, about her time on Earth. Now, not everyone goes for that, but primarily it's it's welcoming in the the warmer months where there's a lot more to do and a lot more growth and a lot more vegetation. It's the basic rundown of the summer solstice for us. Now, not everyone goes for that. They have their different reasons, but I'm giving you a quick rundown. Okay. Basically, we celebrate the changing of the season, basically. I say we, but obviously everyone's a little different, so please take we as in with some grain of salt in that, or maybe half a box of salt on that when I say we. But there you go. Now, and of course, also, I'm sure partly just an excuse to have a party and to enjoy the, the, the fun in the sun, if you will. Although I'm not much for the sun, but you get the idea. <laughs> and to appreciate what we have before the winter and fall months come. So, hopefully that answers some of that question. Hopefully. Now, let's go on to some book recommendations before... You know, before I talk a little bit my own personal stuff. All right. Here we go. Okay, the first book is here, 
the longest day celebrating the summer solstice. It's a science-oriented non-fiction picture book about the summer solstice, and it's, according to the advertisement, sure to be a classroom favorite in this fourth and final book in the series. Let's see what he has to say about that a little bit more. There we go. In this fourth and final book series about seasons, Wendy, I think that's Pfeiffer, but let me spell it, P-H-E-F-F-E-R, turns her attention to summer, when butterflies emerge from silky cocoons and daylight hours stretch longer and longer, basically. That's from Google Books, and it's public, originally published in 2010. So that's one book about the solstice from a non-magical, but yet very interesting perspective. Now, this next book, and don't worry, I, I won't go into 20 billion books. I'll, I'll try and keep it to four. But just to give you an idea, give you a list of what you want to read a little bit more. Because think of what I'm doing as a snippet, as a quick reference. Limited as it may be, but to wet your palace to learn more about the season, both magically and not so magical. Attributes. Okay. Summer Solstice, an essay. In the... Okay, let's see. This is the author is by Nina McLaughlin, if I'm pronouncing her name right. In the summer of 2019, Nina McLaughlin published a four-part series on the Summer Solstice for the Paris Review blog. Apparently, the reader from Google Books. Apparently, this is a this is, and is also this is a lovely meditation on summer. It's a perfect length finish an essay. Depending on where I'm reading this, afternoon we're reading, and Miss Lachlan captures the strands of well, that's just a review of the book. Okay, so basically, it seems to have a four. It's a four-part essay book, and I think it may have a meditation in it, or it may feel like you're meditating. But it's an essay, basically, by Nina McLaughlin, if you want to check that out. And, of course, we'll do two more books. I'll try just to read, I'll just read the titles and who it's by, and then if you want to look at it, you can just look at it. That way I'm not droning on. I am working on that, by the way, y'all. Okay, Summer Solstice, the Jackson Ellen, or Ellen Jackson. Eileen or Ellen Jackson is by. Summer Solstice is by Ellen Jackson. Just want to make sure I said that correctly. Alright. And lastly. And of course, Summer Solstice celebrating the journey of the sun. From May to Day, from May Day to Harvest, and that's by John Matthews. And of course, it well, it, he I'll, this one I will read. The sun is universally acknowledged as a source of life, of fertility, and of good fortune, and so has been worshipped by all cultures across the earth. This book brings together myth and legend, and offers new and old ways of celebrating the turning of the season. So, there you go. Okay. 
now that we've got all that settled, most of the time when me and the family get together, we, sell, we do a quick ritual, not always that elaborate, celebrating the changing of the seasons. And we all get together pretty much after that to have food and enjoy our lives together. Not that much elaborate, I know. The rituals aren't always that long, but we always appreciate the changing of the seasons, even though summer usually gets a little too hot for my taste. But at least in the beginning part of summer is very nice. And we all join together to do a quick ritual celebrating the changing of the seasons before fall comes. So, again, not the most elaborate, I know. But that's just pretty much what we do. I admit sometimes it's just an excuse for us to get together, but hey, it's also an excuse to celebrate the changing of the seasons. So, it's a little bit of both. And on that note, I'm going to end it here today. I know it's actually a short show. And maybe next year, if I do a summer solstice show again, I'll try and focus on more of the magical aspects. And I admit maybe a touch more prepared. But sometimes I like going off the cuff and just reading and learning right along with you because I don't know everything and I'm still learning about the seasons and the holidays. So, that's all I can say. Anyway, this has been your host, Witch Dragon. And I hope everyone's having a good day and everyone enjoys this show. If you have any product you'd like me to review, please email me at PSIWORK101 at yahoo.com. And if you'd like to book a reading with me, you can email me there as well. Thank you very much for your time. Over and out.